the book of Revelation, chapter 1, I alluded to it a couple weeks ago. Verse 8, and again down, I think it's in verse 12. John writing the book of Revelation, and isn't it interesting, he calls his entire book Revelation. It's revelation of who Jesus is. He is God in the flesh. God manifested in the flesh. And in verse number 8, Jesus told John, while he's on the Isle of Patmos, he said, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Jesus said, I am the Almighty. I am the one true God. Church, we are monotheistic. We believe in one God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And his name is Jesus. Jesus speaking to John, he said, I am Alpha and the Omega. I am the first letter in the Greek alphabet. And Omega being O is the last letter in the alphabet. He said, I am Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and I'm the ending. Everything in between, I am. He's A in the English alphabet. Revelations 22, 13, I am the Almighty God. B, Luke 1, 68, I am the blessed God. C, 1 Peter 5 and 7, I'm a caring God. D, 1 Thessalonians 1 and 10, I'm a delivering God. E, Deuteronomy 33, 27, I'm the eternal God. F, faithful and true God, Revelations 19 and 11. And in G, Titus 2, 13, Jesus is the great God. H, 1 Peter 1, 16, Jesus said, I am the holy God. I, Job 32 and 8, I'm the inspiring God. J, Exodus 20 and 4, I am a jealous God. K, Psalm 17 and 8, I'm a keeping God. I'm glad he's a keeping God. He's a keeping God. L, 1 John 4 and 8, I'm a loving and I'm the loving and the living God. M, Isaiah 9 and 6, he is the mighty God. In James 4 and 7, I am a nigh God. He's as close as the mention of his name. Oh, Matthew 28, 18 and Revelations 19, 6, I am the omnipotent God. P, Philippians 1 and 6, I'm a performing God. Can't he do it? Can't he do it? Brother Cotton, won't he do it? He's a performing God. I like this. Q, 1 Timothy 6 and 13. Brother Piercy alluded to it this morning. He said, I'm the quickening God. I can make alive again. R, Deuteronomy 13 and 5. I am a redeeming God. S and Isaiah 35, 3, 4 and 5. I'm the saving God. T, Jeremiah 10, 18. I'm the one true God. U in Exodus 3, 14. I'm the unlimited God. I am that I am. There's no ending to me. I'm the beginning and the end. V, Revelations 3, 21, I'm a victorious God. W, John 5, 17, I'm a working God. 
X, Hebrews 1 and 4. Some of you are thinking, where is he going to get that one? He's a more excellent God. His name is a more excellent name. Praise God. I'm glad I know who he is this morning. Letter Y, M, uh, Matthew 27 and 50. I'm the yielding God. And Z, John 2, 17. I'm a zealous God for you. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. He's my A to Z. He's my everything in between. He's the beginning and the ending. He's Alpha and the Omega. Anything you have need of this morning, you can find it in Jesus. Come on, let's give him praise. Praise God, praise God, praise God. And I'll say this and I'll close with this. If, if Jesus is not God in the flesh... First Timothy said he is manifested in the flesh. If he's not God in the flesh, then every time that we worship him, we're committing idolatry. Because here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord with all thy heart, might, soul. We're only supposed to worship the one true God. But Hebrews 1 and 6 says, let all the angels worship him. All of heaven worships the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because he is God in the flesh. I'm hoping somebody gets some revelation. You need to understand, when you call on the name that's above every name, you're calling on the name of God. Even the devils tremble at the very name of the Lord. The devil was trying to tempt Jesus in Matthew 4 and 10. Not only do the angels have to worship, but all of the demons have to worship. Because Matthew looked at Satan square in the ugly face of his in Matthew 4 and 10. And he said, Satan, for it is written, Thou, you, shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Devils at the name of Jesus tremble. Philippians chapter 2 and 10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth. And things, devils under the earth. And that every tongue should confess Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. Everything in heaven, everything on earth, and everything under the earth must confess that God, that Jesus is God and is worthy of all the praise. Creation worships Him. We were made to worship Him. The shepherds and the wise men came and worshiped Him. Are the angels committing idolatry? Are we committing idolatry? No, because we worship him because he is God in the flesh. Oh, I'm glad I know who Jesus is this morning. The disciples worshiped him. The sick and the lame and the maim and the dumb and the deaf came and worshiped him. Lepers worshiped him. Everybody that came to Jesus worshiped him. And I am going to keep on worshiping the Lord. I said, I'm going to keep on praising and worshiping the Lord. Amen. I'm going to magnify him. 
I'm going to worship. So I got about five people that are helping me this morning. Amen. I'm going to forever worship the Lord. I'm going to forever worship Jesus. I'm going to lift up the name that's above every name. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to praise the name. I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because there ain't nobody like Jesus. There's no form. There's no being. If you look up the actual definition of body, it's a frame. It's a form. There's no body. No two words. No body like Jesus. (laughs) Because he's the very incarnate. He is God in the flesh. I'm glad I know who Jesus is this morning. I thought I was in the midst of some Pentecostal apostolic, one God monotheistic believers this morning. Amen. I'm glad I know who he is. Amen. I I already said I wasn't going to preach this whole message, so. I'm going to stop right there. That was just the close. Praise God. Amen. I thought that's where Brother Piercy was going this morning when he went to John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word, the thought, the plan, the Logos, the thought. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. The Bible goes on to say, without Him nothing was even made, nothing was created. Verse 14, and the Word became flesh. The Word was tabernacled in a body. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten. I'm telling you, I'm glad I know who Jesus is this morning. There is one God. His name is Jesus. It's one body that sits on the throne. There's no body like him. There's no second body, third body, fourth body, fifth body. There's only one body. There's only one. Hallelujah. Well, maybe I, I gotta, I'm trying to, I'm trying to rein it in. I really am, Brother Cotton. I'm trying. I, could, I just love the revelation of who Jesus is. Matthew went to great extent. In the book of Matthew, he went to great extent to talk about the genealogy of Christ. He talked about how he was the son of Abraham. There was that covenantal promise. There's that divine promise. He talked about he's the, he's the son of David. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Matthew was saying you need to understand he has, he has a, a, a genealogy that goes all the way back to David and even further back to Abraham. Mark talks about the Messiah and how, how he, all of the Old Testament was pointing to him. He came on a mission. He came with a purpose. Luke talks about him and describes him in, in so many. I don't have time to preach all this. But John gets to it and he says, let me just set the record straight. He doesn't even go back to David. He doesn't even go back to Abraham. Let me tell you, he was slain before the foundation of the world. Before God created everything, he's the beginning and the ending. He always had a plan. He always had a thought. He knew he was going to have to rope himself in flesh he knew he was gonna, what he was going to have to do. He set the plan in motion before it began. Because in the beginning was the Word, the thought, the plan. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. John was saying, hey, let me tell you who Jesus is. <laughs> you know, John, when he's writing it, he was one of the last disciples to write all this stuff. And Brother Pierce, he was writing at the end. He says, hey, guys, let me just rein it all in. Let me just, let's just focus on, let me give you the revelation of who Jesus is.
It all points to him. John was a very devout Jew. All of his disciples were Jews. They, they were devout. They were monotheistic. They were one God. They walked it and talked it. And you talk about how I. He said, I and my father are one. And which one? He goes, the same one. <laughs> Before Abraham was, I am. They took up stones. He goes, why is it that you, is it for the, well, it's not for the works you're doing, Jesus, because you're saying you're God in the flesh. He's like, he's like, I'm going to sneak out of here because <laughs> I got stuff to do. Some of you are thinking when you got stuff to do, you got food to eat. Praise God. Anyone thankful you got the revelation of who Jesus is? Amen. And he's A to Z. He's everything in between. Whatever you have need of today, I believe Jesus can help you with that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. He can deliver. He can save. He can heal. He can perform a miracle. He can provide. I was reading recently, uh, uh, somebody sent one of those, on his Instagram, whatever, reading his stuff at the, you know, and the guy was, actually was a preacher, I was, I was reading it, not, I was listening to it, not reading it, I was listening to it, the preacher was talk, telling the story about the lady, she was, didn't have food, and she was, go home, and she'd pray, and pray in her prayer closet, and the guy next door was an atheist, and he kept hearing her pray, you hear that one? I'm not, you guys heard that, I was like, that's so cool. He's, she's praying, and he's just, he, he got tired. He goes, I'm going I'm to mess with her. He went to the grocery store. He bought all these groceries because he her kid kept hearing her pray about all these groceries, not having any groceries. He went and bought all these groceries, put them in her front door, rang the doorbell, and took off. She came out, and she's like, God, thank you, Jesus. She's all excited and doing what us Pentecostals do. She's screaming and shouting and hollering and yelling. And the atheist comes around the corner and says, ah, ha, ha, I bought all that. She said, isn't God good? He made an atheist pay for it all. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I don't know exactly how gonna, he's going to work everything out, but he can work it out. I don't know how he's going to provide. Sometimes it's through a brother, a sister, or a provision a certain way. He uses people to do a lot of things. Hello. And we need to be instruments that he could use to help somebody, maybe give them some help. <laughs> Amen. A good ear. But God has a way of making everything all right. Praise God. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. I was, I was about 12 minutes. I told you I wasn't going to preach. I'll even close my iPad. That way you know. Do the A to Z. I'll, give you the, I'll email you the notes, amen, if you want it. Isn't God good? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's stand together. And uh, I know they've got food. I hope they're ready. In the back, they've got food. They've got tri-tip. They've got, we call them heart attack potatoes. That's my wife's potatoes with lots of butter and all that good stuff in it.